episode of the Sisterhood Debrief where we discuss all things sisterly, godly, and ratchet. Okay, <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome to back. episode of TSD. How y'all been? How y'all been? How you been? I've been good. How you been? about this conversation from this self-care retreat where it was like stop telling people you good when you not yeah i don't like tell the truth i do tell the truth <laughs> i don't know for the most part because it's if i say i'm okay and you then you want to know why what's going on then i'm like uh i wasn't like, trying to talk about it i'm just okay. trying to be honest but then if you don't ask me like why do i seem off then i'm be offended girl so, like no. i just say <laughs> we not chris <laughs> My boss is really good about like doing daily check-ins mm -hmm. with us. And she's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm okay. Then she's like, she knows that means I'm not okay, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay. And she's like, she knows you will. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm good. She's like, okay. Especially I'm good with exclamation points. She's like, okay, we having a good day. Okay. And then, or she's like, how you doing? I'm like, are you available? She's like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I know she be bracing herself. So, like, what is girl about to tell me? I know she heard me thinking, please not quit. That means she know you. I'm still trying to get my coworkers to understand that I am not good before 12 o'clock p.m. 12 o'clock? Yes. I don't care. I am not morning person. Like, leave me alone. I'm not trying to be hype. I'm not trying to holler and scream. Dude, it's, we teachers. So everybody, yeah. y'all live like, hey, good morning. Yeah, they be high energy. Like, um, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. It's not even eight o'clock. Like I yeah. just need, I need a minute. My coworkers, I put my headphones in when we're in the office. Mm -hmm. If I have my headphones in, they can talk to me all they want. I'm listening to a true crime <laughs> podcast, and I cannot hear you over them describing this murder to me. So, they're like, I was on, her, I was into a podcast. Leave her alone. That's mm -hmm. why. At least you can escape. I want a job where I can escape. But is it really an escape? It, people can't bother you. Yeah. No, no. I'm just ignoring them. Well, I guess. Probably not rightfully so, because it probably actually needs something. <laughs> Horrible. But sometimes, you out know, of office. <laughs> you know, they. we actually just found out that we're going back to the office. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Or whatever. But, you know, I'm really not even going to complain. We only have to go one week out the month. Okay. So, I mean, it's not every week. It's mm -hmm. not every day. Yeah. So, I'm not going to complain. We have to go back to the office. But it is gonna come back on my ability to hide, <laughs> um, which I'm not looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to, you know, other people. Like I have one coworker, she loves coming to talk, and she does not understand personal space. Let me be like this: we still in the pandemic. It's COVID. It's a panorama, man. I'm gonna need you to be <laughs> 20 feet. Okay, so, but I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even mad about it. I guess that's what's going on. It's like mentally preparing for it. Mm -hmm. So I probably need the ability to go back in the office because sometimes you need to change the scenery. Yeah. Sometimes when you change, you become a little bit more productive. And I feel like maybe it'll be my most productive week. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know if it will be my most productive week. Will it be like, oh, you're so productive in the office, you can come back in full time? Nope. I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know. I'll have to figure that out. That's how I felt when we first started going back into the school building. I was like, oh, this is going to be lovely. Back then. Yeah. Nope. I read this week we've been at home because they yeah. quarantined us after um, after a break or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I 
this the least stress I have felt in like four months. My goodness, can it just be like this forever? It's something about not having to commute. Yeah. And sleeping a little bit longer because you don't have to commute. Yes, I definitely slept until 8 o'clock every day this week. Yeah. 8.30. But, you know. So, what else been going on with you? Um. With the deep side. I don't, work. It's, it's literally work. I swear, like, if when you take work out of the equation everything right. else is like fine i'm not stressing about anything else mm -hmm. the stress of work yeah. on top of everything else that i have to do mm -hmm. um so teaching all day then right. coming home for the therapy internship and then mm -hmm. still doing bhj and co stuff and i know like when i say that i feel like people would be like but you're choosing to do all those things i mean i don't think it's a choice because if i take out the things i'm actually passionate about i become very very mentally depressed right um so it's really not a choice like i'm doing what i have to do for family right but then i'm the work also right <laughs> but then i also have to do what i have to do for myself right but essentially like it's still a stressful dynamic but it's less stressful than walking around not doing anything that i actually love yeah it's a it's a weird situation no but it makes sense because sometimes you'll be like it's like the people who like you gotta you know working out five during the day and yeah then, like work your passion at night yeah until can you don't can work your passion full time listen so when january comes just know okay i love all the people that i work with yeah. they really did work friends some have become personal friends mm -hmm. love y'all but as soon as uh cj come up out of this state <laughs> and i'm checking the deuces well i might have to come back in april but after this after this year i'm after done year. after this school year i am done and i'm excited i'm excited That's about good. this shift um and that's really work is really just it but also mm -hmm. personally mm -hmm. i had to um i've been stressing about like gestational diabetes test and yeah you know my eating habits and my doctor is like so you've already gained this many pounds yeah and not doctor midwife so i mean they're still concerned regardless but right and that that is more than what we recommended for the duration of the pregnancy. I was like, ma'am, I lost this much before the pregnancy. So it's just a lot of different things. I'm just I like, I don't like when doctors do eating. that. But I don't like when doctors do that to a, uh, somebody who's pregnant. One, everybody's hormones and body adapts yeah. to pregnancy differently. Yeah. So you can have a recommended like if somebody gained a hundred pounds. Like okay, like baby, this lady yeah. said. But <laughs> if somebody's like one. I want to enjoy my pregnancy and I don't want to have, you know, as Americans really, we really I don't want to have salad. Being down this <laughs> diet mentality. I want to enjoy my pregnancy. I just includes the yes. food I eat. Yes. Like, I want to be able to do that and I feel like I know my body yeah. too. And it's not like you sitting here binging out like, yo, no. you're eating a Snickers bar no. and then drinking a milkshake. I'm still doing my three meals. You know, know eating crazy, yeah. eating burgers and drinking diet soda and all no. kind of crazy stuff. So it's just like, if somebody is gaining weight a little bit higher than you want them to, but they're enjoying their pregnancy and yeah. they're overall healthy. First of all, you're creating a whole human. Like, that's, that's a whole mm -hmm. job by itself. And I just, I don't know. I always feel some type of way about people in general who kind of scrutinize pregnant women yeah. about that. Cause it's like one, you don't know how much weight my body naturally just wants to carry that part because I'm pregnant human. My first thing was, well, ma'am, I lost 30 pounds before getting pregnant. Right. Like, I literally, the what I've gained is what I lost prior to pregnancy. 
the and the reality is is that was a healthy weight for me she was like well you were already um above the whatever average was. and that's i was like anyway <laughs> we black I, and that was my thing i was like my thighs alone are like 100 pounds when they real healthy so leave me I alone know, I know, like, I when people be bringing up in this sense girl <laughs> do you see these like, hips i need you getting a black bmi scale because <laughs> this is not working all me. the doctors out there <laughs> listening please i need y'all to try that black bmi scale please. because nobody wants to be a twig listen just because i'm sure i can't mean that when i'm 115 pounds. i literally can't when like my body's not even built that way it's not like the smallest i've ever been was like one 35 mm -hmm. and I look like a freaking popsicle stick with a lollipop thingy on top. That's like, like, I don't want to look sick. <laughs> I don't want to look like I got a big uh, uh, humongous head. Mm -hmm. I think about it. I like the way I looked when I was in high school mm -hmm. and I was like senior year. Yeah. Yep. I was 170. <laughs> like people would be freaking out if they knew that. Yep. They'd be like but yeah. I had a my body was exactly. on point was and so first of all it still is so there's that but yeah this this is brown woman body over yeah. here this is this all I got for y'all at this point <laughs> like dang but people be like oh my gosh so much lane especially in the world of like you know mm -hmm. we're coming to dating and things like that yeah. and we're in the world of like Kevin Samuels and all them scripts. We need to do a one. whole episode on him. Like script. First of all, I don't know. If I don't even go say. I don't even know. I'm about to say something. But God, <laughs> stop me. The Holy Spirit. Stop I me. had some words in my mouth. I was like, I had the Holy Spirit. Like, I had to today. Not today. Let me tell you, the Holy Spirit be saving people. Um, but like scrutinize women based on some way, like the sir. Who was you? Okay, moving on. What would you do before we get in trouble? Pulling it back. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. Growth. Before we get in trouble. <laughs> would you rather? Oh, yeah. Would you rather? Not even what would you do. What, Not would even you? what would you do. We just need to move on to the next part of this show. Because <laughs> we about to go off on all the people. <laughs> Let me tell you. The midwives, the doctors, Kevin Samuels, and everybody. Like, <laughs> all of y'all. Go for all y'all today. Okay. What would you... Wait, carry on. What would you do? <laughs> would you rather... Would you rather have a pause button on life okay. or a rewind button on life? Oh, this might have been the hardest question we've asked, to be honest. Like, because I don't, I don't know. Would I rather? I don't either. Oh. I thought I had an answer and then I thought about it and then it changed. Would I rather rewind or pause? Okay, what's the benefit? Pros <laughs> and cons. I know. Let me make a pros and cons chart real quick in my head. This is the, my daily thought process. Um, I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. Choose. Alex, let's choose. I'm going to say my first thought is to say pause. Mm -hmm. But what is the benefit of really pausing? Because pause just, is not slowing down. Yeah, it's pause is not really stopping. Like, so it's like, what's the real benefit yeah. of that? Unless I can move around in the pause. Yeah. Then that would be, but it didn't say all that. What are the rules? What are the rules? The right, what's the rules? <laughs> if it's just like stop time, I don't need that. Yeah. Um. So then rewind, but it's like, what are you rewinding to or for? Or and then can I change once I rewind? Can I change like that that time I rewind? I'm assuming you can. I have an answer. I'm gonna rewind. What's your answer? Rewind. Here is my why. Cause I thought about it. Okay. I would rewind uh -huh. to my senior year of college. Oh, okay. 
and not enroll in Teach for America. <laughs> enrolled in TFA and this is how I got here <laughs> um but I would have stayed at UGA okay I had just got my I got my GRE scores back um like a week after getting TFA like okay. them securing me a spot so I would have gone and got my master's stayed mm -hmm. on campus okay dated Chris let go of the other person who I was talking to during that time uh-huh and then Chris probably would have got married sooner Maybe, maybe not. Maybe yeah. we might not be together because who I was in college. This is hard. See, no, we have a lot No, okay. But seriously, the theology here. Because <laughs> you would have got married sooner and, and you would have been doing what you want to do. I would be, I probably would have got married sooner or me and Chris would at least, we probably would have dated longer because we got married like within yeah. a year of dating. But probably would have, you know, dated a while. Yeah. And then I would be having my doctorate right now versus being in school now for a master's and a doctorate. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I would be one because there are some definitely some things I would change. And I would probably start at, I will probably start at senior year of, high, of college. Yeah. I would rewind some moments in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. There's sometimes. I don't know if I'm. Yeah. You, say, you, you, you sound like you're trying to tell the people what the moments are. Nah, because <laughs> I told you I'm trying to be better and the Holy Spirit stopped me from saying what I want to say. So I'm not going to say it right now. Look at you. Because growth. growth. <laughs> when I tell y'all this is growth, this is growth. But I would, I, I think I would do rewind because it would allow me to go back and change some things. Mm -hmm. Like decisions I made, people I connected with, you know? Yeah. That's very bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because some people, I mean, I already erased you from my mind anyway. You did to me. So, you think you'll be gone for real? Rest in peace. <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, because speaking of speaking of people being mad to you, like dating, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes you meet people mm -hmm. that you're like, I'm pretty sure there's a 90 song about this because it's like, vaguely come to mind. I will go back to the day that we met and not talk to you. I'm pretty sure there's a song. I'm sure there is. I'm gonna find it. I'm pretty sure there's like a song that would be like I would keep walking or <laughs> you know like I wanna go back to the day we met and not meet you. And I, there's, there's somebody I'm I feel that way about. Running through, running through songs. A song Rolodex trying to figure out. I don't know. I feel like there's a song. <laughs> 90s, early 2000s when they made really good music. Mm -hmm. Um like soulful storytelling music. Yes. So, yeah, but dating can be interesting, especially in your 20s. Ghetto. Yeah, in your 20s. It's ghetto in 30s. In 20s, it is very, like, interesting. It's because you've gone from really high school, which is way more mm -hmm. sneaking, to having your, like, first relationship that your parents are kind of okay with. 
and then you go to college and really college is, is the land of exploration mm -hmm. and so many things who am i who do i want to <laughs> date what things do i like and don't like so and then there's really no life lesson on how to really date mm -hmm. to be honest like it's just like a trial and error type thing so you make some mistakes and, and you just like hmm i could go back in time mm -hmm. i would avoid this entire situation everything that happens now i mean even think of some of the situations i was in in high school that's just like i could have avoided a lot of headache and yelling from my mom yeah if i could just go to the day and never meet you and i would be perfectly fine in life like i would be okay with not knowing you yeah i have yeah. a few people places and things in mind that could completely be erased mm -hmm. um especially when it came to dating during that time in life huh Especially before TFA, because <laughs> it go blame it on TFA, right? Everything on TFA. Let's like go back to what we talked about last week about like setting boundaries yeah. and like setting what you like. You do that at twenty. No, buddy. First of all, you go from you no dating, no whatever, yeah. or like almost got to sneak it because you can't be as serious as you want to be. Because like, why are you being so serious so young? To where's your husband? like right. it's an overnight thing that's real oh my god and it's not you know people joke and be like that's like african culture or mm -hmm. but that's really everybody's culture mm -hmm. like you a lot of people really do go from you, don't be serious with anybody you're young blah 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 yeah. to literally overnight a lot of so you have a man in high schools where it'd be like ring before the spring let me tell you they're like pretty child, much they send many children to school for um for husbands not degrees mm -hmm. okay husband's not degrees i have so many people i met freshman year left after they got them a husband they was like so much money these schools rack you up <laughs> twenty thirty thousand dollars by the time you get out fifty thousand for some folks yeah and they're just saying gotta pay a little extra yeah. and you only doing it because you trying to link up with somebody i don't know nobody teaches you about like dating boundaries you know red flags like you yeah. don't really learn about i mean there are some parents who kind of have those talks with their kids i ain't have it i literally went from no dating at all mm -hmm. to senior year my mama choosing my prom date but prom was late though all right we're not gonna rehash the past <laughs> but okay <laughs> it was cool when i got there four hours late um <laughs> to going to college and having all this freedom and like dating mm -hmm. not even dating because i wanted to be with anybody in particular but dating because i wanted company yeah companionship so there were a ton of red flags i can literally name each person i've ever like just been in somewhat talking you. phases with and I'm like, dang, that was a red flag. That was a red flag. That was a red flag. Let's talk about red flags. But one thing I don't think I ever had to deal with, which is interesting, mm -hmm. was what I feel like a lot of people deal with now is the differences in like big things, religion, politics, right. like cultural perspectives, like right. Black Lives Matter versus Blue Lives Matter, like mm -hmm. stuff like that is really intense while dating. I couldn't do it. And I think it has a lot to do with like where we are as a society right yeah. now. Like coming out of um, just a time where a lot of awareness was brought to issues that have been going on for years. Mm -hmm. uh, we've 
now have started shedding a light on it and come in a place where people are really becoming like polarized yeah like before it's like oh, okay you are a republican you're a christian so you're a republican because you don't believe in abortion right but other things like eh, okay but now it's like you're a republican so you don't like black people oh you don't like gay people oh you're racist like you're homophobic oh you like all these things yeah and so it's like we live in a, a world now where we're very polarized mm -hmm. and it is you don't really think about it as dating because people try to leave dating as fun and sometimes you talk about things like do you want to have kids yeah where do you want to live but we don't talk about the things that truly are probably some people feel like don't impact their marriage i feel so here's the thing I, I will say there was a moment where I dated somebody whose religious perspective was different from mine. Mm -hmm. But my the difference is it didn't start that way. So right. this person I dated in college, both of us were Christian, but he was ultimately trying to find himself in life in general. Right. And ultimately he decided to become Islamic. Okay. And my young and dumb self was so enthralled. I was like, okay, well, we just want to have kids. Because the thing is, your your religious beliefs impact your children. They and we're not talking about, like, values. Values are, like, you know, being kind, being yeah. nice, like you I'm know, helping people, you. be yeah. respectful, don't hurt nobody. Mm -hmm. All of, that's Those are values. When we're talking about religion, we're talking about a belief system by which you live your life because right. there's something you're working toward. Right. So, for me, it was, like, Okay, I really, really love you. I want to be with you, but I'm not not teaching my children that Jesus is the only way to get to heaven. Right. Like, <laughs> so we're just not going to have kids, which was still dumb because I desperately wanted children. Yeah. At even at that early age, mm -hmm. and my parents ultimately had to do a whole intervention <laughs> with me about it. But the thing is, it's like when you are older and more mature mm -hmm. so watching married at first sight when we when we were like on the regular cycle so watching it, uh, the couple the redhead girl brett brett and, and ryan so they have these different political beliefs right and it's almost like they handled it and then they just kind of washed over it it's like not even a thing anymore because she's so enamored with him mind you homeboy is not really feeling her he's trying he's wanting yeah, he's trying for something to happen right. but it's not happening and she's like basically in love at this point and all mm -hmm. of a sudden his his uh desire not his desire but his belief in being mm -hmm. republican or his republican beliefs or whatever right they don't matter anymore and i think it's because the way he explained it to her because he's in the oil and gas industry and i'm like huh. right. like how does this affect you my know okay right but what about the other things that they do right so and i mean i don't want to even make it like a democrat versus republican thing but my thing is like how do you navigate a dating relationship when you have such vastly different mm -hmm. perspectives now in that situation maybe he doesn't necessarily have prejudiced beliefs against minority groups which may be the case right but in general like that's just so but challenging it, that would be a conversation it would right. be like okay so you support this person mm -hmm. for this reason but okay how do you feel about these other issues right because i think that would be the bigger question in politics it's like okay you can support one party or another because that's how american politics is you have to vote 
pretty much along Democrat and Republican. There are other parties, but they're not as prevalent. Right. Um, but how do you feel about certain issues? And I think that even goes to say about Christians. Sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like it's very, it's hard being a Christian, to be yeah. honest. In society today, Especially a black Christian. Yeah, society today, um, understanding how do I want to vote on these political issues because everything has become political. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Like we just live in a world where things that once weren't political is now political. COVID is political. Guys. You like if you didn't know. <laughs> get flagged. Oh my Lord. I'm just um, saying. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, like, to be honest, like, public health. It's a political issue. And it's like, um, how important is that to you? It's like now that we're dating, like, and you know, it's getting vaccinated or resonated. Yeah, like, is that important <laughs> to you and your partner? Like, yeah. I, I think about that now, like, dating somebody new that I don't know, mm -hmm. don't know where you've been. And it's like, am I exposing myself <laughs> to a potentially deadly virus? Yes. And like, people have these ideas, like, don't ask those questions too early on. No, uh-uh. I'm not wasting my time. Yeah, I'm like, I, I know. Need to, <laughs> I, I honestly need to know what's your viewpoint on certain yeah. things early on so we both are not wasting our time, which we talked about last week, yeah. which pretty much is like at late 20s, early 30s, who has time to waste? I don't mm -hmm. have time to be playing games like I did at 21 where I, like, I can find out in two months. Or right. When the issue arises, arises, we'll cross the bridge when we get there. But at 31... I'm not, I don't have time to be like when we get to that bridge because at that point it really may be too late. Right. Like I need we need to address the things that are important to both of us now. Yeah. Not just to you, but you need to ask him what's important to you? What's something that you're passionate about or that you feel very strongly about to make sure you're on the yeah. same page about that because that can impact your relationship. It will be devastating to think that, you know, y'all are thinking you're gonna get married one day and then you're now arguing about something that you both feel very passionate about right and you don't know if you can live knowing this person feels totally different than you right like you have to realize that and um well like Vernique, right um we and Vernique had a dating show mm -hmm. what's Vernique's dating show but i was helping Vernique with the dating show and one of the questions on the application we used to get candidates was how does your uh the person's political views play into your dating choices, mm -hmm. right? And it, I was actually pretty surprised that 90% of the people said, like, not at all. Oh, wow. And I was just like, so... Especially during the time frame when y'all were doing that. Yeah, that, that was, was like... During COVID. The height of COVID. <laughs> and the height of uh, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's... That's shocking because to me it means a lot. Like, yeah. I don't know if I could personally live with somebody who, even if you felt indifferent about something that I'm very passionate mm -hmm. about, I don't know if I could live with that, to be honest. Because to me, I, some things you just have to make a stance on. Yeah. I feel like people don't realize they're passionate about something until they ha have to be passionate about something. That's true. Until it comes up. Because literally, I'm thinking about stuff like, how certain things impact my family members like yeah. so if i have somebody in my family and and their spouse doesn't believe in like vaccinations and 
that leaves somebody I care about unvaccinated, you know, right. and exposed and just kind of like out there, that yeah. bothers me. And I just don't, like, I never might not have a conversation with this particular person, but if it was somebody I was with, like a partner, dating, yeah. boyfriend, whatever, and you telling me that I can't vaccinate my child to keep them safe from things that are happening in the world, right. which means it's going to limit what schools we can put them in. Now we got to be paying for extra education because or activities you know, or right? They can go to exactly. And I just feel like nobody thinks about stuff like that until it actually comes up. Because if I were to think about it before we get all the way to the point where we even got a child, we wouldn't even have a child together. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> So that's true. Like you don't know because you don't even yeah. know what kind of questions to ask. Like most people don't think about just like in general, mm -hmm. like even before, you know, our current situation, right. before the public health situation, people were very much, are you going to vaccinate your cat kid on the regular vaccination yeah. schedule Measles, or are you going to do yeah. a modified schedule or are you just not going to do it at all? Mm -hmm. And you know, that was very polarizing in the mom community. Yeah. Like if you get on, um, baby center or any of those other what to expect there's a lot of the group community yeah. boards of talking about that and people are very passionate about it mm -hmm. but you don't think about that like when you're 25 or even 30 and you don't have kids or you're not around kids you don't even think like yeah. about that option but that's when you go to the community and it's like that's when you talk to other people like mm -hmm. to me it's important to talk to like Brittany or other Mar my other married friends about certain things that might come up that you know you never would have thought yeah. would be something that you would have to deal with or face True. so you can be better prepared yeah like to have those conversations and know what you're going to do yep and i just feel like there does have to be a level of preparation yeah because i think people do go into even like okay let's say your dating relationship mm -hmm. was perfectly fine and this is how me and Chris would like were the entire time we dated. I used to say, Oh, we don't we don't fuss and fight. We have debates and discussions because right. we legitimately did. Like we would just kinda go back and forth mm -hmm. about different things, see each other's perspective. And then when we got married, it was like a switch. We were yeah. like arguing about stuff. Things became yeah. more important because now right. we're together forever and now I have to live with this thing right. and I'm not comfortable with it. So I think it's important to really just think about how valuable how important how impactful are certain things to you when yeah. it's not just about you when you're thinking about establishing a family how is this particular polarizing belief going to impact your children right so had i married the person who decided to be islamic and then we got married but in both faiths for, from my understanding, mm -hmm. having offspring is important. Yeah. So now we talk about not having children. Okay, so that's another issue that we have to discuss as very two very spiritual, religious people, faith-based people. Yeah. And then if we do have children, when those kids get here, what does, that like? what does it look like? Somebody going to church, somebody going to mosque, prayer, like what we have praying how many times a day? Like who are we praying to? Because contrary to popular belief, those are two different gods. And I just feel like if you don't, marriage comes with so many okay. other <laughs> problems and other things and other situations. If you can avoid some certain things by just making sure that you are aligned or equally yoked yeah. with your your spouse, your partner, whoever you're dating, mm -hmm. it makes it a little bit easier because at the end of the day, your goals will be the same. Your right. foundation will be the same and you won't have to worry about trying to combat like 
I don't want to say like a devil because just because you believe something different right, doesn't right. make it demonic. But I just feel like you won't have to have this enemy in your household all right. the time because the enemy is right. already going to be there because mm -hmm. the enemy doesn't like marriage anyway. Right. So if you are battling this enemy and then you and your partner are enemies, like it's... <laughs> It's not gonna work and yeah. it can become very frustrating. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't. So it's like find out what's important to you. Yeah. Like honestly, what's important to you and not just, oh, this is important or this is important. Or I don't, I, or become indifferent. Because mm -hmm. so many of us just take a stance of, it doesn't fit me, so I'm indifferent to it. Yeah. But there are gonna be some things that you feel like, this is right, this is wrong. Yeah. And I have to make take a stance on it. And you might not be as passionate as me. I'm very passionate about politics. I'm very passionate about social rights. Um, and people really having the ability to choose in every aspect of their life. Mm -hmm. um, so, but you have to figure out what's important to you. Yeah. And where you stand on that. So when you are dating, you can find somebody who feels the same way. And not just, you know, hoping, you know, that when y'all cross that bridge, <laughs> that y'all will... Hopefully yeah, be on the same same path. Are we skipping over this together? Are we about to tear this Or he be down? like, I'm going on this bridge. What you talking about? I'm talking around. Whole bridge torn down. We about to drown. It's right. Yeah, like <laughs> bridge. I don't use bridges. Right. Um. So you, I think that's important. Yeah, it is absolutely important. One thing, and like just I guess to wrap it up in a nice bow with what Alex has already said. I feel like one thing I share with. Um, my therapy clients is write down what you deserve, what you know you deserve, what mm -hmm. you want, what you don't want, what are red flags for you, what are the red flags that are like, these are more like yellow, these are red, like really mm -hmm. figure out what you want. And it's always amazing to put it on paper because then you have something to refer back to. Yeah. When you start to invite someone in your life and date them and the red flag pops up, you can go back to that sheet of paper and say, hmm, is this something that I'm willing to bend on or is it more yellow than it is red right. and that's something that we talk through a lot with clients and i just feel like if more of us did that we might be a little bit better it's actually before you get in <laughs> before the you get into it's so easy to, mm -hmm. to make a red flag green mm -hmm. when just you like you a feel, person he look he good me he do this he be touching and kissing me and da, da, da. <laughs> you know because we make decisions with sober mind Hello. and sober mind not doesn't mean alcohol and drugs and things like that it just means that you don't have heightened emotion because mm -hmm. so, adrenaline is something serious psychologically yeah. it's like um, a drug. The emotions are the most are at its highest in the first nine months of a new relationship. Nine months is a long time. Long enough to oh get pregnant and, and have a baby. So watch yourself and be careful out here in these nine streets. Months. Yep, that's a long time. That's yep. a crazy situation. Mm -hmm. Statistics. Unless something comes up to you know cause that adrenaline to die down, the first nine months of a new relationship are the most intense when it comes to like your development of your feelings yes. and emotions and if so and most people once you're at nine months and you don't want to get out exactly it's comfortable we almost to a year we can make it we can we make it this, yeah it becomes very comfortable <laughs> at that point <laughs> real oh, wow. comfortable that's a crazy statistic mm -hmm. yep yeah so be careful out in these streets y'all and do that do this thing this um exercise this thing this exercise because <laughs> i'm gonna do it because yeah. it's like i said it's easy to change flags with yeah. your heightened emotions and i think that's a great exercise yeah and I mean, it it can develop and grow with you like if you change of course because you will then maybe your 
boundaries change. Maybe your red flags change. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even what you feel like you deserve changes. Not yeah. that you don't deserve what you already said, but maybe you deserve more. Yeah. Um, so put it on paper and keep it somewhere. So when all dudes start acting funny, you can look at this list and be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Or when you want to think about it, you be like, oh, maybe I can deal with it. Like, no, I didn't. No, I can't. I told myself I would Put right here, can't deal with this ever. I don't care how beautiful his eyes are. Oh, well. Just write it all down. Yes, write down. Good stuff, though. This was a good topic. Yeah. I love when we give exercises. Dating in politics, dating in religion, dating in all the polarizing beliefs. I know, right? Well, God bless to everybody who chooses to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, thank you for listening to another episode. This is the Hood Debrief, where we discuss all things sisterly, godly, and ratchet. Y'all have a great week. Bye. Bye.